Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's edition of the Williamsville Wire, your home for WHS Sports. I'm Seth Coons, alongside Nathan Simcoe and Kyle Hubner. And guys, it feels great to all be in the same room together once again. Kyle, how are you doing today? Fantastic. I'm doing great. Well, guys, uh, just some quick announcements in terms of things uh, moving along for the Williamsville Wire. We've had a recent uptick in videos that we've been posting. We've put out two girls' soccer highlight videos. Nellie Weller, Jeff Carter, and I, we've uh, moved to a live broadcast side of things. So uh, upon days that we'll broadcast, we'll put something out on Twitter and Facebook about that. And guys, I'm excited to announce that the Williamsville Wire has landed its first ever sponsor. Uh, Thank you to Jeff Carter and Carter Bros Lumber for uh, helping us out. So guys, what do you have to say about the direction that the Williamsville Wire is moving in? It's doing great. I mean, you know, we have obviously, as far as away from the podcast side of things, I mean, you know, we've we've kind of had a little bit of an intermission between sports after basketball ended, and then now we're starting in in our spring sports and all this other stuff. And Scholastic Bowl did great, obviously, at State, um, which I, I'm sure we'll plug here in a little bit. But, you know, we're doing, I think we're doing well, so... We'll just and especially with the school and now we're, we've seen the bleachers coming off and the turf's going to be laid down. So really cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, the school's starting big projects and going places, and uh, the Williamsville Wire's you know falling right behind. You know, we got a sponsor. Hopefully, we get you know a decent space here soon. Um, you know, it's just we're going we're going good places and it's 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 exciting for the Williamsville Wire. You know we got our apparel in and stuff that'll be announced here in a second. But um, yeah, it's it's fun that we're going places and we're making moves. Yeah, I'm definitely excited about all the things that we have planned. It might be a uh, baseball, girls soccer, and track and softball season right now, but. The Wire's already working on stuff for this upcoming football season. There's a definite pregame show that's going to be in the works, kind of figuring out all the logistics of that has been a lot of fun. Uh, You know, we're looking into postgame shows, and I'm really excited to get back in the booth with Mr. Nathan Simcoe to call some Williamsville Bullets football. I have one question. Will we be in the old home booth? Is that where we're going to be? No, we have our own little space in the new home booth. On the home side? Wow, that's cool. New home side this year, too. Yep. Well, it'll be the same side you guys always it's broadcast It's the visitor side, yeah, right. The old visitor side, now it's our home side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely a lot of great stuff coming into the Williamsville Wire, coming into Williamsville in general. As uh, Mr. Kyle Hubner talked about earlier, the apparel's in. We're going to look into getting that to everyone here shortly, but uh, let's get right into this week's episode. We're going to start off. I know it's been a while since the girls' basketball team lost in the SHG Regional Championship, but I think it's time to do a quick little season review. Uh, Simcoe, what were your thoughts on the girls' basketball season? They played great. I mean, really. they A, a team that went from where they were, you know, they were just kind of struggling. We went to a few games, you know, and it's just kind of they struggled a little bit there. Um and they, they really started to pick up, and that really carried even into the game that they lost in uh, regionals. And they beat SHG, and they stunned everybody. And then, you know, but that was a tough loss, and they played a great game that game, even though that they'd lost. So, I, yeah. You can't leave that. You can't leave this season without positives. Now, Seth, I have a question. Didn't, didn't QND go on to win state, or did they get second? Oh, QND went on to win state. Yeah, so I mean. State. 
can't be can't be mad that you lost to the state yeah, champs. You lost I mean, to the state champs. I mean, that's they had a fantastic season. They they turned it on like mid season and they just never stepped off the gas pedal. You know, I mean, they got unlucky with playing a really good QND team, and I mean, it was a tough regional from the start. And the fact that they they got to the final was impressive. They beat SHG, which was a solid team all year. I mean, they I don't know, they just they played really good regional. this season, and they they uh, they stepped up. Definitely a season where in the beginning, you know, they kind of started off struggling a little bit, but then you go into that winter break. Of course, we talked about it. Those were going to be your final games there with Tylee Barton, and you win that tournament. And, you know, at that time, it looked like this whole group was just gelling so well together. And then you removed that piece of the puzzle that was Tylee Barton as she went off to West Virginia, and I think she had a really good season out in West Virginia. So uh, love to see that for her. Ba- she played basketball there. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Her, her team went pretty far. I think they might have even made it to the state championship over in West Virginia. But, uh, you know, there was definitely some worries when you took away that piece because the next game they come out, they play a really good Havana team. Uh, Havana has a very good night shooting the bullets. Uh, just had a hard time creating some offense that night. But, you know, this team never stopped. They ended up winning county. They beat the Pleasant Plains Cardinals, who had had a really good hold on that county tournament, and then, you know, they go into the postseason where they open with Athens, a team that they'd beat in the regular season, so of course you have that confidence going into that one. Uh, The SHG Cyclones were there to scout that game as uh, the winner of that game was going to play SHG next, so then Williamsville, they've got the tall task of going into SHG, playing the Cyclones. Uh, They were down for most of that game, and then, you know, you go into the fourth quarter, Roberts puts them up by six with a pair of free throws. Uh, But SHG, they came storming back. And, you know, the Bullets were able to do enough to win that game. An amazing game, amazing game plan by Coach Halford there. Just great players, great playing all around that night in SHG. And then, you know, as we talked about, they took on QND. QND goes on to win state. But, you know, I don't think that you can talk about this girls season without all of the work done by Maddie Roberts and Olivia Fandel two of the three seniors on that team uh very good leaders for the Williamsville Bullets and you know I hope that going into next year we see some of those young girls step up it's it's going to be tough shoes to fill especially in Maddie Roberts spot she was a great scorer for this team but I think with Char Gleason and Brittany Walters they just need a couple more pieces and we'll see them right back in the regional final all right, I think that that'll conclude girls basketball. It was a great season for them, but boys basketball, you know, boys basketball ended the season seventeen and fourteen with a five and three Sangmo conference record. Yeah, I mean, good season for them too. It was a great season. I mean, they they that regional they, game there that was that was a great basketball game. You know, what Moroa? Oh yeah, Moroa. The re, was that? I think that was what the regional like. Yeah, like that, fun, what was it like? A two point game. Uh, yeah, it was a three-point uh, Moreau Forsyth win, and that was a great. That night was a great performance for Prior Reynolds. Just coming down the stretch, he was shooting lights out, and uh, you know he had a tough look there at the end that came up just a little bit short. But you know, I think that Williamsville has to take that energy 
from that regional game against Moroa and kind of bottle it and take it into next season because it seems like they're going to have a couple guys returning. Sam McCoy returns, Jake Seaman returns, Pryor Reynolds, they all return. So, you know, Luke Vaughn returns, Colvin Fleck, he returns, but... Ty Beck. Everybody returns. Everybody Everybody, returns. Except for Hunter and Jackson. I was just trying to think of all those juniors. I mean, there's a ton. It's a huge junior class. It's going to be a good senior group next year. Add add some of those freshmen on there, too. Sailing, Shuffler. It's going to be a decent team. And, you know, they they didn't play a week schedule. They took on Monticello. They took on Peoria Christian. They took on Pleasant Plains. Uh, East Peoria was a good team. East Peoria was a good team. St. Joseph Ogden. They oh. pl- they played a lot of teams who went to the sectional, to a sectional and beyond. So just a really good schedule this season. QND, Bloomington Central Catholic. I mean, they, they played Route. one of the better Route schedules. Route. Yeah, I will say, back to the prior, like, you know, three-pointer attempt at the end of the game. That's kind of impressive for a sophomore to have the confidence on his basketball team to take big shots in big situations and not just, you know, pass off to a senior or a junior. I mean, that's 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 impressive and for him to have that confidence going into the next two years. I mean, his senior year, I expect him to be one of the best, if not the best player in the conference. He'll he'll he's gonna be up there. Like he's going to take over Williamsville basketball when he's a senior and uh big things for Pryor. I mean yeah, big big things. You know, you talk about Pryor Reynolds' senior season. How important do you think it is for the Bullets and him to have a big junior season? Well, I mean, yeah, his junior season's going to be big, but he's also going to have a ton of pieces around him his his junior year, like most of the same team he had this year, except, you know, he doesn't have his big man in the middle anymore. But um, I, I don't – I mean, this season's going to be big for him as, as a development standpoint, but – his senior season, I I expect him to be you know, with, you know, experienced enough, to to be to be the star on a team, and I I mean his senior year is going to be huge for, for sure. Yeah, I mean I thought this team, you know, sometimes they kind of got into, you know, the shots just weren't falling sometimes, and then other times you know they couldn't miss, and I think Ty Beck was a really key player this season. Obviously, he made a lot of threes. I think that he probably had the most threes on the team um, right there, if not the most. Um, Prior, though, played great down the stretch in that New Berlin game. You know, he forced uh, overtime. That was that, you know, that big game we had school canceled the next day. It was a good game. It was a great game. It was game. a really good Loss, game. Loss, but good game. And then, I mean, Maroa – if we're, let's we're, let's talk about this because we lost by what twenty the first time and we came back and we were we were one score. I mean that's that's a great way to bounce back and that that shows a lot about this team and you know if all these players do end up coming back like we expect them to and hope they do you know then I I don't see why they can't do the Hopefully same thing if not gym, more next you know. year and they probably obviously Nick Mr Beard has said you know he believes that they could have you know probably done better. And he thinks, and I agree. I think that they could do better. So, Mr. Beard has high expectations for his basketball team. I will say, like, which is good. Which is good. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I I think next season this is a good group. Yeah, it's gonna be a. You should you should expect this group to do well, and you know they finished I think above five hundred when when it was all said and done, but. I, in my opinion, I think they should have been way above 500. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm expecting 20-plus. I think that 
next, you know, they, there's some games here and there that, like, really, like, they should have won. Like, I really think that they could have at least beat New Berlin once. You know, that Pleasant Plains game was tough. Uh, you know, there's other now, games. Now, I will say, the, te- the good teams in the conference are young teams. Like, New Berlin will be very good again this year. Plains. With, with Bixby and Dodd being juniors this juniors year. Juniors next then, year. Yeah, every... But most of the teams... Most of the better teams in the conference are bringing back most of their good players, so it's going to be a tough, another tough conference next year. But um, though I think this team has one thing to figure out, and that is who is going to step up as the big man. Yeah, like is it going to be Jacob Finley? I think I think you got to look to give Jacob oh, Finley that yeah, shot. That's that's yeah. my first guy if I'm the coach. That's my first guy I'm looking at. But he needs to be he needs to get more aggressive. I will say, like yeah, um... he. He, Jay, sometimes you Hunter know. Riley, he, Hunter Riley was one dude that would just get the ball and actually just just plow to the hoop and score with the layup. And Finley's Finley's a big dude, like he can do that, but he's just got to he just got to get a little bit more aggressive. And and he he'll I mean he'll dominate if he gets aggressive. I agree. If he gets aggressive, he's gonna be he's gonna really be a good. beast. Yeah, I, I, I understand what you guys are saying, and I think he could definitely be more aggressive. But I feel like he kind of plays really he plays well. with within himself like he knows what's gonna He's work calm, for him which is for good but you know yeah I and agree. you know hunter riley was obviously a, a good amount shorter than jacob finley so i think that when you look at hunter riley especially with his build i think that he was really made for that kind of rough basketball low kind of chippy down in the paint but i think you know you look at jacob finley he's about Six, six, seven, five, six, seven, yeah, six, seven, and you can just kind of give him the ball, and he can just go up and over people. I think that I, you know they are different players. They're right. they're much different. very different players, but I think that you're gonna see Jacob Finley find what works for him, yeah, yeah. especially going they'll, into next season. They'll work with him and find find what he what he needs to do and what what works best for him, and you know, hopefully he can have a good season. Well, that is going to do it for our season reviews. Another note that Scholastic Bowl finished fifth in the state in Class 1A. Now we will move into spring sports. We will start out with girls' soccer. The girls' soccer team opens their season playing four games. They go 1-2-1 and one through that. Grayson Mirabile, she's looking great. Uh, she's been able to score. Freshman Claire Carter's done well scoring for them. Just taking a deeper look at their record, they opened the season with a tie against Macomb. That was a 2-2 tie. A game that the Williamsville Bullets led all the way through the first half. Claire Carter scored a goal in the first 30 seconds of the game. And then, you know, Grayson Mirabile, she scored later on. And then, you know, in the second half, uh, the Macomb defense stepped up. The goal that tied the Macomb game, uh, Lillian Johns, freshman goalie, she was in a good position to make a play, and it kind of hit a divot on the field and skipped over. So a rough way to tie. Then they go over to QND. QND wins that game 8-0. to And then moving on, they come back, get the first one of the season at home against St. Thomas More, 6-0. to Grayson Mirabile scored three goals. Laura Romance scored two and then another goal went in off the back of a St. Thomas More player. And then a few nights ago, they lost to Mount Zion 1-0. So definitely going to be an exciting season to watch for this girls' soccer team. going to be interesting to see how they grow as they look to defend their Sangamo Conference Championship from last year. 
Now we will shift from girls soccer over into softball. The girls team opens up their season. They're 2-0 and so far. They play today, being Friday, so we'll see if uh, they move to 3-0 and or 2-1, and but obviously we don't know that information right now. Taking a look at the pitching for the Williamsville Lady Bullets, Hattie Bond and Miranda File are the only two players to record any pitching stats. Hattie Bond, she's looked good this season. One win, uh, two earned runs, six walks, 17 strikeouts on the year. So she's definitely doing something right in the Do you circle. know how many innings she's pitched, Seth? By chance? She has pitched... It does not say that on here. Let me take a look. Because I was going to... Calculate her earned run average, if you don't mind. Her ERA is 1.077. Oh, did it for me. Okay. 1.07? Yep. Okay. So she's had a really good season so far. Miranda File, um, she got injured at a practice. She's looking to be cleared next week, so we'll see her uh, really have a chance to pitch next week. She did pitch in that win against Pawnee, but that was a quick one-inning uh one inning ordeal for where she came in and just ended the game as the bullets were up nine zero in that one. So guys, what are you thinking about how the season's looking right now for this Lady Bullet softball team? Simcoe, over to you. You know, I think they do a lot of things right. Um, they're they're a pretty good team. They hit the ball well, I think, and they have a new coach. Um, obviously, you know, a new coach. You know, you gotta learn some things, especially with this coach not having been coaching this team at all was like an assistant stepped in and it's actually a whole, a whole new coaching staff i mean obviously their assistants uh stepped away i think that was mrs shade and mr mead i think were coaches last year they helped out last year with mrs ashbaugh who obviously quit um so i mean definitely things that uh, this softball team is gonna have to go through obviously with a new coach but they seem to be doing well and they have a lot of young players on this team which is obviously good because you want players to you know this is a young team so uh they have a lot of young kids that have stepped up which is obviously a really good factor oh yeah they have very young team what do they have miranda and maddie as their seniors miranda maddie and Lindsay law okay so they have three seniors nine positions that means they got you know young team a team that's gonna come you know gonna come back next year and they got they got um an infield that i think is basically all Freshman, yeah. freshman sophomores, except for Miranda plays third sometimes and Maddie catches. But then, I mean, Hope Hope Keenan plays the outfield. And, and I mean, they're, they're a good young team, and they're going to be back next year. And I think Steve Dennis is doing a good job with that team. Good hire yeah. by, by Williamsville. Good hire. He's, he's doing big things with that team. He's a good guy, good coach. Yeah, uh, you talk about the youngness uh, of the infield at first base. You have Riley Holiday, and then at shortstop, you have Nicole Sinks, and then at second base, you have Naomi Roberts. So right there, a good portion of your infield is sophomores, and then in the outfield, you have Lindsey Law, Hope Keenan, and Bailey Hodel. So right here, this doesn't just have the possibility to be a very good team this year, but with these young players getting experience now, I think you could see it be a very good team for a good amount of time, especially with Steve Dennis and the rest of his coaching staff coming in. I think that I think that he's gonna bring a lot of good stuff to this Williams Old Lady Bullets softball program. I agree. And this is a 
you know, great team and young. And for the next few to possibly even several years, this will be a great team. And I think the junior high had a good softball team this year as well. So um, I'm looking for this team to be really good. They they have a lot of experience playing with each other. And, you know, so I expect this team to do well this year. Kyle, you have any thoughts on the softball team? Oh, I mean, they're good. I mean, <laughs> they're a solid team. I mean, they have they have two good pitchers. They have a good infield. They have a good outfield. They have good solid hitters, solid solid coaches. New coaching staff came in and, you know, revamped the program. And they're a good team this year, and I expect them to go far. And for the next few years, I mean, they're going to be a good team. Yeah, taking a look at the hitting numbers right now for Williamsville. Lindsey Law is batting 400. Maddie Roberts batting an 857. And Hope Keenan batting a 625. So those players right there, you know, they're they're packing a nice little pop in the lineup. So uh, it's it's going to be an exciting season to watch these guys play. So now we will take a turn into our final segment of the day. We move over to the baseball team. Uh, guys, how do you feel about the baseball team so far this season? This is actually Kyle. Obviously, Kyle played on the football team, but Kyle and I are both on the baseball team, so yeah. this is probably... We are on the baseball team. First of all, I want to throw one thing out there. Nathan Simcoe in his first ever game. We forgot to announce this, but our Williamsville Wireman, Nathan Simcoe in his first JV game of the season, took one yard. Took one absolutely yard. Bomb. Barely snuck over the fence, but it was a bomb, and it, it was good, and he didn't gritty at the end, which makes me mad, makes me upset, but Simcoe had a home run, thought we had to announce that, but yes, the varsity team is good, they take on Beardstown tonight, I yep, believe. Yep, Beardstown tonight at home, at yeah, home at be, 4.30, which... The field will be nice and wet. Yeah, the field will be nice and wet, didn't even know if the game was going to get played tonight, um, but last minute they were like, we're going to try to play the game here, get the tarps off after school. Tarps got off. They said we're going to play. Beardstown's on their way here. Um, so game and, at 430. And also at, another um, thing, we've had some people sick as yeah, well. we have had some year. sickness. We uh, had I Colt Mazir out with the flu. We had Kyle Carter out with the flu. Clayton Rentschler out with the flu. I mean, they're all back except for, I think, uh, Rentschler's, Rentschler's, I believe, is still I think he's still sick, but... Should be fine tonight. I think um, Trey Carter's getting the start on the bump tonight. Um, yeah. I think I think that's confirmed. And um, yeah, I don't know what the field's called, but I was going to say that we play a game at yeah, it's, it's just Williamsville Bullets baseball field. Yeah, we're playing at Williamsville tonight against Beardstown, and um, I expect a win. Yeah, I, you know. Beardstown, though, is a good team, but when you have Trey, he always gives you a really oh, good yeah. shot. Oh, he's, yeah. He's, he's, he's one of our best pitchers, if not our best pitcher. So, yeah, I mean, you know, him and Kyle Griffith Kyle. should be fine. But there's a few positions here and there, you know. Obviously, I don't know if, how much Kyle Carter's going to play since he was just sick. I'm sure Mazira will probably play, but um, the outfield, I mean, it's the, the it's order up for has grabs switched. a little bit. I mean, two spots are taken. I mean,. Joseph Catalan has been playing really good of lately, yeah, and he's he got in the starting lineup and went three for four. Should, so yeah, so he should be in the lineup. And then, obviously, Caden Griffiths isn't going anywhere. No. He'll be in the lineup for till he graduates. And then the left field's open. Second base is open tonight, too, I believe. I believe. This is, well, not, this is not confirmed, but I've heard from people that um, Hunter Moser might be behind the dish tonight. And then... Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know, though. It could it could still be Josh, Josh Cates. Josh still could, could be Josh Cates, but I don't know. It's either going to be Hunter Moser or Josh Cates. 
And if it is Hunter Moser and Trey pitches, then, then that, that switches up your infield because yeah, Moser's been playing then, third. Yeah, then second base will get switched up because the most likely thing would be Harley goes Harley Sharp goes and plays third, third then, or second, or second, and then third or second is open and left field's open. So we'll, we, who knows? We don't we won't know the starting lineup until game Easier time. Could be stuck out in the outfield. He's do they pat him in the outfield? Maybe before he's him yeah. Before. It depends on who plays second base. He could be an outfielder. He could be a DH. I mean, he's been hitting good. So you never know. You never know tonight. Um, could be anybody. Then, but expect oh, to see some different lineups. We don't really know who's going to pitch after Trey. Yeah, we don't know who's pitching after Trey. Could be Kyle. Could be Kyle. Could be Wrench. Could be. I guess it just depends. Could what be Joseph. Could be. Uh, you never know. So we won't know starting lineup till till game time. We could throw Moser up to pitch too. Yeah, never know. Yeah, I think you guys just raised some great points. I think it's really good that a lot of different guys on this team can play a lot of different yeah. positions. I mean, you know, Josh Cates, he's done well behind the dish this season. Then you talk about Hunter Moser possibly moving back there. We saw him last season. Trey Carter's been a good pitcher this season in his uh, outing against uh, SHG. He can catch, too. He can catch, too, but... You know, Trey looked like he was throwing some good stuff early on through that SHG game, and he continued to throw that good stuff, but SHG just made their adjustments, and they they were able to hit the ball really well that night. This season, the Bullets have seen five different guys on the mound, Kyle Griffith, Trey Carter, Clayton Rentschler, Hunter Moser, and Harley Sharp. So, you know, it's going to be a fun season. I think Harley looked really good in his outing against Pawnee. But yeah, he can, plus, he this can team hasn't him. played, you know, since last week. So yeah, it's been a while. So, so every, every, everyone's, yeah, available. everyone's in the pitch. So everyone's as long available. As storms are healthy. They should be. So yeah, tonight it's kind of one of those nights where you'd like to only pitch, you know, maybe two guys, and then you could just kind of keep with the groups that you've been doing. Yeah. So. Do you know who um, we play Monday, Mr. Coons? So I, depending on who we play Monday, should would probably depend on. The who pitches tonight because on Monday we play Lanfear at home. As far as tonight goes, goes you know they just gotta I mean hit the ball pretty much. Yeah, I mean that's make, what it comes major down. plays and hit, hit pitch. the ball and never throw strikes. I mean we played Beardstown in regionals last year. That is, that is baseball, Simco. Hit field pitch and you might win a baseball game. Keep keep on with your regional talk. No, well we played Beardstown in regionals last year. I think we won like eight to three. So, um, Beardstown was a pretty good team, though, and I think we were losing for at least a few innings, and yeah. we just kind of turned it on there. Should be fine. Yeah, I think tonight's going to be a good game. I think it's good that we're playing tonight. You kind of talked about it. We haven't played in a couple of days. You don't want you know to lose that groove. You want the chance to get back into the groove, uh, start feeling it heading into next week because – Looking at the schedule, the Bullets baseball team plays Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, um, and then again on Saturday they actually end next week with a doubleheader against Glenwood. So, so big week of baseball coming up next week. Big week of baseball, and I also like that you know the Bullets are seeing a lot of good Central State eight opponents uh, early in this season. Did you say that they played Thursday? Yes. I look for that game to possibly get canceled. Is it at home? Yeah, no. I will say, Seth. On Thursday, you play Carlinville away. It's currently it's, it's currently a whole fifty degrees outside, so that could be a factor tonight too. It's going to be a little chillier. I mean, not too windy. cold. It's windy. Yeah, windy. I mean, that could be a factor in tonight's game. You know, 
people could get cold, arms get cold faster. So long, long innings hitting could help and hurt your team because arms will get cold fast. And you know, if someone is pitching really well, they their arm their arm might get cold. So. So, guys, I think that is going to do it for this week's episode of the Williamsville Wire. I'm Seth Coons alongside Nathan Simcoe and Kyle Hubner. We're excited about where this is going, and, uh, you know, we hope you follow us along for the ride. Thanks for tuning in.